We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With the first pick, took some really big thinkers in town to say, hey, there's nothing that we can't do here. KC Sports Network presents the stories behind how the NFL draft came to Kansas City. It opened a door unlike anything we've had. Join Marlia Campbell on the new storytelling channel at KCSN. How do we sell and share what Kansas City is all about? Yeah, I'm going to work like hell to make sure we share the best, but it means that we have to be near flawless. We deserve this. We deserve this. And uh, we are going to host one hell of a party. Hear from a few of those who made it happen, like Kathy Nelson, Quentin Lucas, and Greg Graves. And now, here's Marlia Campbell. In our last episode, we told you about Kansas City's first bid to host the NFL Draft. A trio of Chiefs President Mark Donovan, then City Manager Troy Schulte, and Kansas City Sports Commission President and CEO Kathy Nelson flew to New York City to present in front of a board of more than two dozen NFL executives, middle management, and event staff. Today we wanted to announce that we're going to take the NFL draft in 2020 to Las Vegas. Only to find out about a year later, they were not picked. In addition, we also uh, awarded uh, the 2019 draft to Nashville. They picked Vegas. I'm that type of person that no isn't no, it's not yet. She took it clearly as a not yet. So then what do we need to do to fix this? And that's when we really jumped in. She took it clearly as a let's make sure you guys can be ready. Recap, that's former Burns and McDonald CEO Greg Graves, who then Mayor Sly James asked to co-chair the proposal to bring the draft to KC, and KC Sports Commission CEO Kathy Nelson, who is the mastermind behind this entire project. She's the boots on the ground. She does pretty much everything here. It was full on. We need to prove now why they need to be here. We are told no, but that's obviously not the end of this story. So where do you start attempt number two? Why were we passed over in the first place? The airport was a big part of that, is, is my guess. And so I, it was it was 100% a not yet. And uh, I, we all the reasons they went to Nashville were great. And Nashville, what a great town that is, too. Um, and all the reasons they went to Vegas were, of course, they went to Vegas, right? New NFL City. Vegas could host another NFL draft tomorrow if they had to, right? That city knows how to put on parties and knows how to host 
huge things, right? And so they can just turn a switch and they've got their hotels and the par- and everything, right? But for us, and no, for us, we needed the time to be prepared. We needed the time to get our logistics in order. How will we do this? What will we do? We needed the time to raise the money. That's when we really started to understand the NFL had 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 figured out, okay, here's here's a draft budget. Here's where we need a city to lean in. These are the expectations. They were refining their process, and we were right there with them. Um, okay, then send us that information, and we'll feed you this back. And then here's our final pitch on our budget. Here's our final opportunity of what we think this footprint could look like. And then it was getting them to Kansas City for them to see and feel what that looked like. And that's, I think, what truly sold it for them, is them coming here, those that hadn't been here, maybe one of one or two of the site selection people had been to Kansas City. But once they had their feet on the ground here and could feel what this could be and they could start to understand it, then that's what really helped get us across that goal line. Kathy said that back in episode two. Remember the presentation in New York? She kicked it off by asking the 27 onlooking NFL employees to raise their hand if they'd been to Kansas City. Three hands went up. She knew then she had to get them into town, so they did. This time, then Mayor Sly James and Graves were there to present too. I remember us meeting with Kathy multiple times, and I remember us creating themes around um, what what sets Kansas City apart. And I remember us recognizing the things we had to overcome with the NFL. Uh, things like hotel rooms, and are there enough cars, and are there enough places to eat? Um, and the, the, the two big things we had to overcome in terms of obstacles uh, was, were we able to throw a party this big? And once you get to see the area in front of Union Station all the way up to the World War I Memorial, we have this, this dream place to host a party this big, just dream place. The second part, the second big obstacle was the airport. Now, the NFL folks, they flew into downtown, but they knew anybody that's ever flown into the old uh, terminal, the old terminals, know they're absolutely awful. I mean, an F. They were an Unbelievably unique and fantastic design for their day, pre 9/11. Post 9/11, they became just they 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 became a ghost town almost, and just an inoperable mess. And so, <clears throat> nobody's fault. The world moved in a different direction, right? Um, but anyway, it's just an awful place, right? The old the old airport terminal, and so. Um, of course, the new terminal project was underway, and they, they in that meeting, stared us right in the face and said, is the new terminal going to be done? We're not going to have people from all over the country going into that, going into your old terminal. And we ap- absolutely told them the new terminal was going to be done. It was scheduled to be done. Uh, the airport uh, had told us, FY, no, no matter what, it's going to be done before the draft. And it wasn't like we had a lot of contingency on that. But, of course, the new terminal is incredible, and it's going to be awesome for our city. And uh, we got over that obstacle just in time. They flew in, uh, kind of scattered. They had a few different groups with them. They used a company called C3 Productions, which is the overall event production company. 
Um, they had someone from Populous that builds and designs the stage. Of course, then their events team, someone that does fan fest, someone that does sponsorship, someone that does marketing, they all came in. They really needed to see the city and what how we would activate. And then once they all were here, we kicked off that morning, quick meeting. We all met as a group, and then it was divide and conquer. Transportation people went one way, stage designers, C3 went another way. And then really the rest of us, it was much more about building relationships that day and then kind of wowing them with our city. So we got through that. And then for lunch, we were all gathering back again. Streetcar was somewhat new. And we had this massive, massive rainstorm. That just flooded the streets here. In a quick amount of time, inches of rain dropped and the streetcar had to stop working. Ah yes, the infamous rainstorm. Perhaps the biggest presentation in Kansas City history, at least in recent memory, pitching the largest event we will have ever hosted. A Noah's Ark style biblical downpour. There was a huge rainstorm that day. We were waiting at the Bristol inside of a room and we had it all prepared, ready to go with another updated presentation on some other ideas we had. Well, they couldn't get to us. So we wanted them to experience a streetcar. Obviously, they're very familiar with that type of public transportation, but we wanted them to see it. And of course, the streetcar stopped working. So we were quite horrified, as was everyone else in the city at that time. But a bizarre freak rainstorm. Well, and they were way late. We didn't complain, though. So they came into the Bristol very late, and now we're behind schedule. There were meetings that afternoon. Some of them were pushed, some were canceled, but then we had our uh, f formal presentation in that room at the Bristol after we had lunch. And I remember there was great food and and some pretty good drinks had by all. But you know, we just we just attempted to wow them and 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 I think we did. So instead of a windowless basement in New York City, the group is now pitching Kansas City as a draft destination on their home, albeit soggy, turf. We had this little private room and the, the NFL guys all come in. And the first thing that I'll never forget about that moment was Sly and I were the two oldest people in the room. And he and I presented for 30 to 45 minutes, I remember, and I don't think I've ever done a presentation that was, that was big time. Right, we were trying to win at that moment. That I absolutely had so much fun, I couldn't believe it. And how easy it is to present to outsiders why they should want to come and have us host an event here in Kansas City. And I remember one of our biggest points was Kansas City will show up. This is big time for us. We are unbelievably excited. This will be the biggest party we've ever had in this town. And if you have any concerns, because the NFL needs a show, right? They need 100,000 people, 250,000 people out in front of Union Station on those three days, right? <laughs> have you been to the Royals Parade or the Chiefs Parade? And yeah, maybe it's not going to be that big uh, in terms of Kansas City people, but we've never got to do this before. Kansas City loves this kind of stuff. And it wasn't hard to get up and say, you want a town that shows up because the towns haven't always shown up great for NFL drafts. They haven't always had the crowds that they want to. I mean, we're all sitting around this table. Is there anybody who thinks 
Kansas City won't show up massively. Of, of course we will. This time we added a few things, a little bit more military-focused ideas. We added our Kansas City comedians, Rob Riggle, Eric Stone Street, you know, that they we would hope to engage them and play a role. So we just came up with a few other creative ideas for Kansas City. By now the draft had gotten enormous they were doing musical acts at night they had added you know beer gardens to it so i think that's when they started to go this we understand now why this works in kansas city one of the nfl's questions is always can you afford this this is not a cheap endeavor (laughs) when you when you see what the stage is going to look like at union station you'll go oh that can't be cheap and then uh simple things like security can't be cheap, and they're not. And uh, the NFL does ask the question, are you certain you can raise the money? And we absolutely stared them right in the face and said yes. And then hope like hell. Rainstorm aside, the trip was a success. I've really felt great about our presentation, and yes, the questions were detailed, and they, they wouldn't have asked those questions if they really didn't have that Yes, we want to bring it here. But then when you hear from the other cities that they had a similar type of site visit, I'm like, oh, so maybe it wasn't that great. Or, you know, they because that that's what they're there for, though. They bring in the people that are going to design the stage and build it out and design the fan experience and design the activations for sponsors. So they have to ask those kinds of questions. I do think leaving that day, I know that Mark and I both felt really good about how the day went. I don't, it couldn't have gone any better. So that that made me feel great. I remember specifically uh, the NFL people all left and we all sat down and, you know, had a victory drink, I think. But but the question was, oh, God, now what are we going to do? There are a lot of things that they were finding out that we started to go, oh, wow, this is a lot bigger than what we had first imagined. We were the dog and we caught the bus. Right. And the bus, the, the NFL bus goes hard. And we knew that there was a lot of money to raise and a lot of logistics to work out. How are we going to pull this off, right? I mean, it is this sort of thing where you're like, okay, we're the dog who got up to the car. That last voice you heard, by the way, will probably sound familiar if you've spent any amount of time in Kansas City, or even if you haven't. It's Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas. At this point in time, he's not quite mayor yet. He's still a city councilman. More from him and his part in all of this in our next couple of episodes. Back to that meeting at the Bristol. We have a site, we have a detailed plan, and the NFL has taken the time to fly to Kansas City to hear the board out in person. But when they hop on flights, we still didn't have an answer or a guarantee. Well, we weren't sure at that time. We weren't sure if they would ask us to come back one more time to New York, We certainly had dozens of phone calls with them. Zoom wasn't really a thing. Isn't that crazy to think about? It would pick up the phone and call them and have a conversation. There were quite a few conference calls. Um, We saw a few of them a couple more times. They would come back, like their production people would come back in and, and dig around a little bit more and ask some more questions, you know, about peering up the surface parking lot and And how does the lawn really work? All of that became much more detailed. And I think until they could feel comfortable with it, they certainly weren't going to give us a yes. That probably was the day that helped solidify us hosting. We certainly were not told yes that day, and we had no idea which year. And I, and I think the NFL was still figuring out. I, I think we immediately became part of their puzzle. 
quickly after that day of we have to bring it to Kansas City, just when and how was the next step. I haven't left many presentations in my life thinking, oh, they have to pick us. Then I left that one. Coming up in our next episode. To hear that on national television, I will never forget that moment. 554 days after that first presentation in New York City comes the moment our crew has all been waiting for. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.